Hello people, welcome to another episode of my podcast My book is better than yours I could find a better name, but please don't judge a book by its cover Today's book is classy, elegant, full of meaning It is the last lecture by Randy Posh with the contribution of Jeffrey Zaslow. Randy Posh was a professor of computer science at Carnegie Mellon University. People from the US may be familiar with the concept of the last lecture. According to my podcast analytics, I have no listeners in the US, so let me clarify it a little bit. It is a common practice on college campuses that professors give a talk about life. They are asked to consider their demise and ruminate on what matters the most. Randy gave such a lecture on the 18th of September in 2007, which can also be found online. It is a lecture worth seeing, cause Randy has combined humor, inspiration and intelligence to make it so phenomenal. I have to say that the video lecture's vibe is totally different from the books. The video is amusing, but the book is so touching and heartwarming. Some parts made me cry. Yeah, I cried like a little baby. Additionally, the video lecture skips many parts that you will have the chance to listen to today. That was a spoiler alert. According to Randy's wife, Jay Posh, he still inspires people to embrace his ideas in their lives. The last lecture was even being assigned as freshman reading in colleges across America. That's because it's not a lecture about death. It is a lecture about the joy of life, talking about honesty, integrity, gratitude and many more. Randy was given the September slot for his lecture. At the time, he had been diagnosed with pancreatic cancer and he had just months to live. Jay, his wife, advised him that his precious time should be spent with their kids. However, Randy felt that he might offer people something special. The lecture would be the last time that many people would see him in the flesh. This was how people would remember him and mostly how his kids will remember him. Back then the kids were five, two and one years old. Questions like who was my dad will arise when they grow up. This lecture was an answer to so many questions like this. It is also an opportunity for others to find the path 
to feeling their own dreams. Hence, the actual title of the lecture was Really Achieving Your Childhood Dreams. One important note here. Probably this book wouldn't exist without the contribution of Jeffrey Zaslow. He was a columnist in the Wall Street Journal who attended the last lecture. He wrote a story about it and helped gain worldwide interest. Both Randy and Jeffrey have passed away. However, their legacy lasts through millions of people, those people who got inspired to live their lives to achieve their childhood dreams. The day had come. The auditorium was packed with people. Randy was wearing the most appropriate childhood dream garb, a short-sleeve polo shirt worn by Walt Disney Imagineers. At the very beginning, he says one of the most inspiring quotes of the talk. We cannot change the cards that we are dealt, just how we play the hand. What's next? Trying to convince the audience that even though he is sick, he is in perfect shape, and within seconds he dropped to the floor and began doing push-ups. And now it's story time, people. I picked up the most teaching stories to present. According to Randy, the husband and the teacher he became was inspired by watching Captain James Tiberius Kirk run the Enterprise. Yes, I am talking about Star Trek. Captain Kirk was a true leader. Randy had the chance to meet his idol in person. Well, not Captain Kirk himself, but the actor William Shatner. After Shatner learned of Randy's diagnosis, he sent him a photo of himself as Kirk. He wrote a line from the Star Trek movie on it. I don't believe in the non-win scenario. Randy wanted to be the coolest guy at any amusement park or carnival he visited, namely the guy walking around with the largest stuffed animal. He had won plenty of those, and he showed pictures of his trophies at the lecture. Randy even had some of his students walk on the stage carrying giant stuffed animals he had worn over the years. He said, anybody who would like a piece of me, feel free to come up and take a bear. Later, he learned that an animal had been taken by a student who also had cancer. She selected a giant elephant, the elephant in the room. 
What I admire the most about this guy is that he doesn't lose his sense of humor even in the toughest moments. In August 2007, Jay and Randy arrived at the hospital to go over the results of his latest CT scans. While waiting at the doctor's office, Randy noticed that the nurse hadn't logged out of the computer. His medical records were still up on the screen. Metastasis. Jay fell into his arms and both started crying. Randy realized that there was no box of tissues in the room. He had just learned that he would die soon, but his inability to stop being rationally focused was still there. He caught himself thinking, shouldn't a room like this at a time like this have a box of tissues? Wow, that's a glaring operational flow. Randy was a cool uncle too, the coolest of his kind. In his 20s and 30s, he had no kids and his sister's kids were the point of his affection. One day, while their mother was outlying some rules like be careful in Uncle Randy's new car, wipe your feet, don't mess anything up, don't get dirty, he slowly and deliberately opened a can of soda and poured it on the clothes seats in the back of his convertible. The message was clear. People are more important than things. Randy wouldn't have the chance to have a child over six in his car. That's why he asked his sister's children, Chris and Laura, to do him a favor. After I die, I want you to take my kids for weekends here and there and just do stuff. He also hoped that if his kids messed up their cars, they will think of him and smile in the memory of the unforgettable moments they had together. Randy met Jay when he was 37 years old. Jay worked part-time at the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill in the computer science department. Her job was to host visitors coming to the labs. When she learned that she would host Randy, she visited his webpage and pretty much stalked him. She discovered that his hobbies were making gingerbread houses and shoeing. She was also noticed no mention of wife or girlfriend. She was intrigued to make a few phone calls to some friends in the computer science community. What do you know about Randy Posh? Is he gay? 
Randy asked her out. They went to a wine bar and had a terrific time. After returning to his base in Pittsburgh, he asked Jay to visit him. Her reply? I'm not coming. I have thought it through and I'm not looking for a long-distance relationship. I am sorry. His reaction? He sent her a dozen roses with a card that read Although it saddens me greatly, I respect your decision and wish you nothing but the best. Randy. The result? She got on the plane. Well played, Randy. Well played. He didn't stop there. After seeing each other almost every weekend, he asked her to move to Pittsburgh. Here we go again. Round 2. I can't come to Pittsburgh. This is never going to work. I just don't love you the way you want me to love you. As it may be apparent, Randy felt horrified and heartbroken. Hopefully, after a few days later, Jay called. Well, Randy, I'm sitting here missing you, just wishing you were here. That means something, doesn't it? I'm wondering if the mention to Pink Floyd was random or not, anyway. Well played, T. Well played. Love had won out. Jay moved to Pittsburgh. The lesson is that brick walls are there for a reason, because they give us a chance to show how badly we want something. Fun fact, Randy and Jay were about to die on their wedding day cause the huge hot air balloon that whisked them into the cloud couldn't be controlled due to the wind. Okay, maybe that wasn't funny. But when they landed safe and sound after this horrifying experience, the ballooner told them, wait, wait, you ordered the wedding package. It comes with a bottle of champagne. Congratulations. first walked on the moon during the summer of 1969, Randy was 8 years old. He was at camp where television was set up to watch the mission. However, while smart decisions were being made on the moon, a stupid one was made on Earth. It had gotten late and all the kids had to go to sleep. Someone thought that bedtime is more important than the moon landing. When you are putting people on the moon, you inspire a whole generation to achieve the maximum of the human prospect. Allow your kids to dream big, even if it means staying up past their bedtime. 
Here is another remarkable story on how Randy met Fred Brooks, one of the most highly respected computer scientists in the world. See students, you should definitely look that guy up. CS for computer science, not Counter-Strike. He's famous for the Brooks Law. Adding manpower to a late software project makes it later. Randy just emailed him. If I drive down from Virginia to North Carolina, would it be possible to get 30 minutes of your time to talk? And Brooks responded, if you drive all the way down here, I will give you more than 30 minutes. That's simple. Sometimes all you have to do is ask, which can lead to all your dreams coming true. Randy encouraged students to attempt hard things and not worry about failing. Failure is not just acceptable, it's often essential. Believe it or not, he awarded one team of students with a stuffed penguin. The first penguin award. It was an award for glorious failure, but it celebrated extraordinary imagination and thinking. Experience is what you get when you didn't get what you wanted, and experience is often the most valuable thing you have to offer. On top of that, you should work hard, show gratitude, express genuine apologies, tell the truth, know where you are and never give up. Here is the moment that I cried the most. Jay had her birthday one day before the lecture. So Randy arranged a large birthday cake waiting off stage. He explained to the audience that he didn't give Jay a proper birthday and thought it might be lovely if he could have hundreds of people to sing to her. Oh my god, you must see that moment. Jay wiping away tears came towards him. They embraced and they kissed. The crowd kept applauding. They heard them, but it was like they were miles away. Jay whispered something. Please, don't die. This book gives you the chance to reconsider how you see life, and Randy shares his life experience uniquely. Time is not finite and must be explicitly managed like money. Ask yourself if you are spending your time on the right things. Sometimes take a time out. Time is all you have and you may find one day that you have less than you think. didn't realize it, this is the end of my podcast. Until next time, be healthy, be safe, be productive. Ciao!